Welcome to Keystone Education Radio, the podcast for all things focused on education in Pennsylvania. Now here's your host, Annette Stevenson. The School District of Philadelphia's Office of Strategic Planning, or OSP, first developed Leaders Encouraging Achievement and Development, or LEAD, in spring 2020 as a way to meet the need for mentoring in schools, which was identified in the district's 2018-2019 school support census. Recently, the OSP and the Office of School Safety, or OSS, have expanded the LEAD mentoring program in an effort to support the needs of young Black males through positive engagement with Black adult males. This too was based in part on census results that included 62 schools expressing a critical need for mentoring, with many specifically requesting mentors for their Black students. Here with me today to highlight the program is Chief Safety Officer Kevin Bethel. Thank you so much for joining me, Chief Bethel. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's start by, if you would, uh, let us know what objectives were initially identified in the development and evolution of the program since it was launched. Yeah, I I think your your lead out was accurate, what the strategic planning had put together. But the objective for us as an office and and partnering with them is really to take our office of school safety and our men and women, particularly our men, our African-American men, and really start to connect them with our kids in, in our system. You know, we are going through a process of re-envisioning our work in the Office of School Safety uh, and really saying, how can we, you know, as Dr. Hyde said, you know, relationships, you know, touching kids in a positive way. Uh, and so how can we kind of build beyond just a, what has historically been, you know, in the space, strictly focused on safety around people coming and going and some of the negative activities, but what are the positive things around safety? where we can really engage young people early upstream and, and really develop those relationships that will impact them for the rest of their lives. So we we really see that relationship building with those young people as an opportunity for us to really see our work and, and really you know support us as we continue to our evolution is really be more restorative based uh, in our work. Okay. And to date, how many students and officers are involved? So we have around 11 mentors currently and around 40 students, which we were glad to be able to continue to do virtually. Um, and as we move into the next school year, you know, we will be expanding uh, that work. We, we have a, a number of, of, of individuals who are stepping up, want to you know, play in that role and be mentors. So we're excited about uh, building, uh, building this program even further. Great. And you mentioned the virtual component. I imagine that may have been even more essential during these recent, you know, past 15, 18 months where folks were isolated, I imagine that might've even been, you know, more critical. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, You know, uh, you know, and your audience knows that, you know, I think what people learn from the pandemic is how critical school is to our children. If anybody had any questions, anybody had any questions before that, uh, all of that should be dismissed. You know, everyone recognized that, you know, a child coming into a school uh, around you know, positive adults and, and, and a learning environment, a safe environment thrive. And, and so we felt it was important to continue uh, to, even though it was challenging, I won't say it was easy, Yeah. Uh, continue to work in that virtual space to give the young people an out place to outlet to still talk about the issues they have. And, and I'm really proud of the men and women who were involved in that virtual space because they kept it going uh, with through the supports of the strategic planning team, the principals and those at the schools uh, we were able to, to keep it going, and, and it was really exciting to see that happen. That's great. Are there short-term and long-term markers of success that will represent the program's overall effectiveness? 
Yeah, as you know, it's a program that's still evolving. I mean, obviously, the short-term mm -hmm. uh, success and, and expectations that you know that relationship building with the young person, that positive impact, and and those are pretty much immediate, right? You know, at the point of contact when you're mentoring young people, whether you're being effective or not, and and what was when they were coming back, right? When they're coming yeah. back for more, and, and you can see you know them lighting up. Uh, you know, in in one case, we had one of the young, we featured one of our mentors. And one of our mentees and, and the excitement both the child and his parent had about the support they were getting from the officers those are immediate mm -hmm. we are looking at you know we're, as we as we continue to build out the program how do we bring in you know some of the research because we kind of know mentoring works there's a plenty of research in the in in the, in the spheres to tell you that it does but we do want to make sure that the program is, is living to the efficacy of, of what it was developed to do and so we do are looking at you know what are the long-term you know, uh, opportunities to do, you know, further evaluation, interviewing mm -hmm. the young people, long term, even longitudinally, what do they look like two years from now, or three years now, and whether that mentoring did, in fact, have the impact that we hoped it to do. So we were looking for those opportunities to continue to review uh, our, our program and, and to make sure we're we're doing, we're giving, we're really servicing the kids and, and the parents and the, and the community in the way we intended to do. Mm -hmm. And so we've talked about the impact to the youth, and we know that youth mentoring has a profound or has the potential for profound impact on the youth. But does the experience of being a mentor have and having that interaction with the students, does that also impact um, the school safety officers and, and how they carry out their role? Yeah, absolutely. I think sometimes we, we, we fail to realize, you know, sometimes we get caught in this place where we, we lose our empathy. And we mm -hmm. kind of get very robotic and, and particularly in a, in, a, in a safety space or, or even a law enforcement center space, the way you deal with the trauma, just lock it all out. Mm -hmm. And I, I think as, a, as an organization that's changing its culture and, and really changing how it manages our young people in this space from an adolescent development approach and a trauma-informed approach. You know, anytime when you get in a room and start to listen to kids and they talk about the issues they deal with every day and, and they humanize the process, it does a law, it does a substantial it really can help that officer and those men and women in the field start to understand, wow, I didn't know Kevin was living in a foster home. Mm. And, 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 you know, I didn't know Kevin was came from that kind of situation. You know, guess what? I was like that when I was a kid. And, and so I think those, those, the, the, you know, engaging young people in that way really, really changes how you view them and really, really can do a significant you know, change in the officers in that space as how they view our young people. And so we we see that as an extreme benefit, um, particularly as we you know change our culture. Uh, and, and, and we've seen that. I mean, we've seen our men and women and our officers really talk about the positive experience they're getting from them, uh, working with the young people and how they feel so empowered, you know, and to be, and, and so grateful to be in the position to do what they're doing. Uh, and so, so, you know, we're getting, we're, as much as they're getting the benefit from it, we as an organization are, are, are getting two, you know, 10 times the benefit of really, really being able to, to engage our young people, particularly our young African-American boys who are, who are struggling and particularly a lot of our challenging communities and having that man mm -hmm. uh, you know, that they could talk to where many of them come from a single parent home and don't have it is a great opportunity and, 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 and we're embracing it. And my men and women could not be more proud of, of what they're doing in this space. That's great. And you mentioned your men and women. And so that kind of leads into my next question. As part of the expanded program, there is a similar mentoring model for female students. Does that differ in any way from the program created for males or is it generally the concepts are the same? 
Yeah, the concepts are the same. I mean, it, it, it's going to be an evolution, right? It was something that came out of the blue, you know, ironically during our, our, our preparing and, and, and with the lead and obviously it was really focused on black male leadership. Some of my my women stepped up and said, well, what about us? Mm-hmm. And so as a result, we pivoted and said we would not turn away one of our school safety officers and our women who wanted to be in that space. And so it's constructed the same way, but obviously different issues with our young ladies. But I think it also raised the understanding for us that we can't, though we focus on our oftentimes our, our black males, we can't we can't forget about our young girls. And, yeah. and so, so we, you know, so that'll probably take another stream and we'll build out upon that. Uh, but we're also excited about the opportunity to, to be able to put our young, our school safety officers who are, are women in, into the space with young girls to also give them a place where they can, you know, have an outlet and, and build that collaboration with them as well. Okay. So I understand that all of the 325 school safety officers have received the mandatory mentor training. Um, that's part of the Office of School Safety's efforts to re-envision, you know, the role within the buildings. And so with that in mind, understanding that they've all received this training, would you highlight what the mentor training includes? And then maybe second to that, what is that newly envisioned role of the Office of School Safety? What does that look like? Yeah, yeah. So so part of it, I mean, the the, the mentoring per process is, is really, we, we're working with uh, uh, Mentor IR, Mentor Independence Region, a nationally uh, organization that provides mentoring. And most of the training uh, is really based in evidence-based development approach. You know, how to deal with interactions with young people, practicing the listening skills that are necessary to engage a young person and kind of how to work and establish the boundaries and, and around what that process looks like. And because I think what oftentimes we, we, we think about mentoring, but you can hurt a child. You know, I tell folks, you know, you come into a child, these children are used to somebody coming into their life and then leaving. Mm-hmm. And then we come in and we play mentor for an hour and then we leave. Well, it's bigger than that. Right. And so making sure that everyone understands that there's a process to mentoring mm-hmm. and you just don't throw it up on the board and check a box. You know, it really has to be, you know, because you're hurt a child and that's the last thing we want to do. And so that mentoring really gets sets us as an organization you know, really leaning forward into that space. So everyone understands what does it mean before you touch that child, understand what that looks like. As we move into our Office of School Safety, you know, part of what our evolution is, you know, we've created a strategic plan really rooted in five pillars. But one of the core pillars is really restorative practices. And in that restorative practices, so in addition to the mentoring, we're training our men and women on restorative circles. Mm-hmm. And so they are, they've been trained. So we have a large quorum and many of the our mentors are also been trained in being able to do restorative circles. All of that with the purposes we come at into our school setting, particularly this school year, uh, when we couple that with our youth courts and our, our we have a very large scale diversion program uh, and, and training that we're gonna be giving them to really understand adolescent development and understand the trauma that our kids come from and into the school, that we are prepared as an organization to really work with our young people to keep them safe uh, and to, to deal with the issues that manifest it in a normal adolescent development uh, scenario, uh, and that they're prepared, fully prepared, to be able to deal with that child in that setting and have the tools and, and things uh, necessary that they have at their disposal to be able to address that. And so, so this really fits neatly into our goal to really build relationships with our young people, respect them, and, and we've t- adopted a model around being procedurally just Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that is all about being fair uh, with our young people. They are our constituents. They are our, who we serve. 
And so the better we do that with you know, all of these tools uh, that I outlined and, and many others, uh, we will be a better organization because we've set the tone for us here as an organization that we wanna be the best school safety agency in America. And to do that, we have to make some significant shifts on how we deal with our kids in a school setting. It sounds like you're well on your way to that goal of being, you know, the best and the most effective. And and you've talked kind of about the evolution of the program. Are there any future initiatives uh, that are on the horizon for the program? And so part of what we're going to do, the LEAD program is really, really obviously a very structured program. But we also, as we build that out, we also didn't want to minimize the opportunity for other officers who are in their schools who want to mentor. And mm-hmm. so part of what we're going to do is as we continue to build out the, the lead the, the lead program, we're also going to give opportunities for our men and women to conduct uh, you know mentoring in in our schools um, and, and, you know in schools that are not part of collectively in, in the lead program. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're doing something very unique. Uh, you know one of the things we identified is we have a number of young people who come back from uh, from placement who oftentimes are struggling and and particularly in some of our neighborhood schools, we'll get a large group of kids in a specific school and, and collectively together, they struggle. And mm-hmm. so we're also identifying now, working with our, our Office of Support Services to work with those kids using our mentors, using our restorative circles, to have them uh, you know, bring them in when they come into the school setting, create a space for them to, to voice their needs, help us identify you know, those kids that, that we know are going to need some help when they come to school, let them know that there's someone in the building who cares about them and wants to make sure that they assimilate well. And, and, put, and as part of that, we'll be also be able to connect to the services that are available as they do their reentry into the system. We have a large program, but oftentimes there's a disconnect because we're dealing with them every day and they don't see them like that. And so having those connecting and filling that gap when they're struggling or when they have some needs and them knowing that, hey, guess what? I can go to the school safety officer because Kevin Bethel is one of our mentees and he's in our, he's in our restorative circle and we can talk about what I need. We think that may be an advantage both for the child to help them, you know, come back into the system and also help for us to deal with the safety issues and some of the things that often manifest themselves because they're struggling, then their behavior will manifest in a different way. And, and we think that'll help us. So, so we're, we're really excited about the opportunity with that collaboration with our Office of Student Supports to bring that into our work. And, and so we're really, really, you know, looking for ways to, to connect our folks with our kids. Um, and, and we think the mentoring is, is a is one of the key ways to, to do that. It sounds amazing. And we will be excited to kind of see and hear where you go from here. So I want to thank you so much for joining me this morning and highlighting this program. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, we, again, you know, from the Office of School Safety, we want to thank, thank you and your team for giving us the opportunity to talk about what we're doing. You know, we're excited about it. And so whenever we get the opportunity to talk about it, uh, we truly, truly appreciate it. So, so thank you and your team for, for creating that opportunity for us to talk about our work. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Keystone Education Radio is a production of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association. This episode is brought to you in part by our sponsor, the PA School District Liquid Asset Fund. Visit our website at keyedradio.org for more information on today's topic or to listen to past episodes. If you're listening to us on Spotify, click follow so you'll be notified when a new episode is available and share out the episodes that resonate so your friends, colleagues, and community can tune in to hear about the topics that are impacting public education. This is Annette Stevenson saying thank you for listening to Keystone Education Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Keystone Education Radio podcast are solely the views and opinions of our guests. 
and do not reflect the views and opinions of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association. Thank you.